getting in the groove. Oh, well, <laughs> we were supposed to be rolling our new intro, which That's is... That's all I had. <laughs> we'll roll it next was. week. Hello, everybody. Uh, we are a couple of minutes late, but who cares? Hello. Um, <laughs> welcome to the Not Okay, It's Okay podcast. Um, this is a place where it is okay to not be okay. And Rashida and I are here. We are licensed mental health professionals who are here to normalize the mental health struggles Absolutely. And, and offer practical solutions to what life tends to throw at us on the daily. You never know what, what's going to happen. We never know what's going to happen. So, <laughs> hey, welcome to Season 2, Episode 6. Today we are talking about perfectionism, uh, something that is... Yeah, personally, very near and dear, same and here. same to you. Same so, hey, girl, hey, hey, girl, hey. How are you? I'm okay. You okay, because if you're not okay, that's okay. Yeah, that is okay. I love our. Love I know. Our I yeah, love it too. It's, it's, it's um, amazing. It's been a couple of weeks. We've been out of the studio. We got Christian here, who is always awesome. Christian, Christian. So yeah, tell me, how have you been? What's going on? Um, I've. You know, life, I love the whole, like, what life throws at you on the daily. Because mm -hmm. I feel like on the daily, it has been a mm -hmm. lot of things happening. I hear you. You know, just a lot of some some grief stuff, mm -hmm. you know, right. the kids stuff. Sure. You know, work, you know, it's just trying to balance all that. Absolutely, you know? while being in this world where we are now re-emerging yeah. after COVID. I mean, I know it still exists, so nobody hate on me, but... You know, the mask orders have been lifted yeah. and we're seeing more faces, which personally speaking, I cannot get enough of faces right now. I know. I felt we, we spoke about yeah. this feeling weird, just like, whoa, we don't have mm -hmm. a mask Absolutely. on. You know, and it's yeah. bizarre. It's bizarre. However, let us all respect everybody else's level of comfort mm -hmm. might not be yours. Don't judge people if they're not wearing masks. Don't judge them if they are. You don't know anybody's personal story, so let's just leave it at that. Yeah, I mean, you know, some people have, you know, underlying health conditions mm -hmm. or not want to, you know, risk other family members. Absolutely. You know, and that's fine. That's okay. It absolutely is. Yeah. So, and yeah. And some people need time, right? Mm -hmm. Like, you know, it's almost like ripping the Band-Aid off and you're like, I wasn't ready. Right. You know? Absolutely. So, sure. So okay. let us let us ease back to the norm and yeah. so you said lots of stuff coming up for you yeah. and then dealing with you know regular life so, what about you miss hillary um i have been all right um dealing with life and myself i'm uh i'm in the in the process of i just hired a new therapist so i'm a little excited about That's it exciting. um so yeah i mean i have my 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 woman, but I'm taking a little hiatus from her to um, to work on a new technique. So okay. I'm really excited, and I won't share about it yet. I want to kind of experience it first. Yes. Um, this I had my intake yesterday, um, so I feel like I'm going to keep y'all um, abreast of the situation, and so this way maybe my experience can help someone who might be wondering about the technique. Yeah, so. I think I'm going to start interviewing some therapists. Ah. Look, you like how I said it? Inter I'm interviewing them. Some therapists, yeah, mm -hmm. absolutely. So, okay, that being said, it's good to be back yeah, here. It, it is good. It is good to be back here. And, mm -hmm. you know, today, guys, we are going to be talking about perfectionism. What is perfectionism, you ask? Well, I happen <laughs> to have the definition. Define that. So, define perfectionism. The refusal to accept any standard short of perfect. 
that's number one. The other part is more of how it, uh, the human, how humans might. So striving for flawlessness, Mm. which is accompanied by critical self-evaluations, as well as concerns for how other people are evaluating, which is the kind way of saying judging us. Yeah, it's a lot. So there we go. That is perfectionism. And I think, you know, I mean, you know, it was kind of a little difficult to find some statistics on perfectionism, but I feel like we all have some form of it. Uh Uh-huh. You know? Yeah, I think, you know, the human nature portion of it, which we'll, you know, we'll talk about it in terms of comparison, right? Yeah. It's human nature to want to compare ourselves you know, to others, to other people like us, to other people not like us. But um, it's in that that we find, you know, comparison is the death of all happiness. I think Buddha said this, and I think we've said it here many times. Um, Comparison is the death of all happiness because it automatically makes what we have not good enough. And that can be what we have personally or what we have um, in terms of, materialistic things yeah so yeah that's how it um it affects us so hey cheryl and joe and tina and stephanie hi Hi. Hi, um and you know we're gonna you know talk about you know some some practical solutions um you know to to work through you know perfectionism yes absolutely so we will get there Mm -hmm. um so that is the those are the definitions of perfectionism so we wanted to kind of talk a little bit about where it comes from right so we were, you know, we were chatting before. We have yeah. our little our little meeting for future. <laughs> we have our business meeting right before this at the lovely Bellworks it's studio, so cool. which is incredible. It's so cool. Um yeah, Bellworks. I'm just waiting for paparazzi to just jump out and be like, oh my god. Seriously, her with paparazzi yes. because Rashida is so famous. No, because listen, <laughs> so like insane. you know, like I can't wait for people to be like, Oh my gosh, it's Hillary and Rashida, they're not okay, it's okay. Really? I can I can wait for that. I can't. I, <laughs> I, I can. Um but anywho. So anybody who stares at me too long, I think that they know where I'm I'm part of this. Thing. Oh, so if somebody like is giving you the side eye, they're they like, Oh my god, that's totally Rashida they're, they're, from the Not Okay It's like podcast. Okay. Moving right along. Um so where does perfectionism or the need for per- perfectionism or the want for perfectionism come from? So we kinda came up with a couple first and foremost our family culture. Yeah, family of origin. Right? Family of origin stuff. What um, was, you know, the goods, the bads, the rights, the wrongs, the acceptables, the unacceptables um, regarding looks, achievements. Um, yeah, yeah. So many things. So, I, go ahead. Can I share, like, you know. It's I your mean, show, girl. You know, sh- you know, one, you know, with family of origin, I think about, mm-hmm. you know, my mom was always, di- she probably wouldn't care about this because she's. You know, skinny now. <laughs> um, but she was always dieting. You know, I'd always see mm. her getting on a scale. I'd always see her on a, some fad diet, watching mm-hmm. what she eats, mm-hmm. you know. And yeah. so I think, you know, when you're looking at the person who, you know, is your parent, mm-hmm. you know, um, I just didn't realize that I was like, so she doesn't think she, if she's not okay with who she is. Then right, she wants to be better. Or she's not happy at this weight, and then it's like, why is she not? What's right. wrong with it? Right. What's, she looks happy. She looks healthy. Or, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So the the modeling 
also not only our family culture but mm-hmm. but what was modeled for us and usually not consciously right 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 it because likely well not likely but it was your mother struggling with her stuff yep and in turn modeled this behavior and I come from and my mother's gonna kill me but I'm just gonna roll with she's it she's not gonna kill you um it's my truth right um and she's the best mother in the world <laughs> so um same my mom, you know, in terms of like, you know, body image and clothing that fits and this and that and just picking herself apart, like in dressing rooms. And mm-hmm. I would sit there and like that was my experience. Yeah. Her like, oh, this doesn't look good. Oh, look at the, you know, and just not loving the body, mm-hmm. not, you know, and actually while you continue to talk on that, one of my um, besties um, on my chat with the besties mm-hmm. um she sent something, so I'll, yeah, you, you can talk, yeah, I'll, so, I'll find it. Yeah, so, you know, I just want, you know, people who are listening now, think about it. You know, think about, you know, your family of origin mm-hmm. and how, you know, perfectionism showed up for you. Was mm-hmm. it having to be perfect, you know, at sports, mm-hmm. right? Like, In yeah. school, yeah. grades, right? You know, was, you know, I, I remember also, you know, in my family, it was just like, you know, there was a, it's not acceptable. A C is not acceptable. Uh-huh, right. You know, and it's just like, ugh. Yeah, and then also there's like, you come home with like a 92, and they're like, where are the other? Yes. Eight points. Sorry, I suck yes. at math. Eight points, right? Why didn't you get 100? And yeah. then it's like, what is that? What do we then internalize, mm-hmm. right? And when we're kids, we internalize and we distort, yeah. right? I, I was like, you know, making this about me i was like traumatized when you know i was little i remember being in science class Mm -hmm. and the teacher would um put the you know we'd have a test and he'd put the lowest you know paper on top and the highest score on the bottom and oh my gosh i was always like one the lowest one or two and just 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 him walking to me and i'm like oh Oh, that's terrible you know it's just like oh i don't want to be that and why can't i be in the higher you know, right, percentile. which automatically translated to you as the I'm not good enough yeah. message. Yeah. yeah, which we're going to talk about too because, you know, this perfectionism and <laughs> we're going to talk about the word perfect and just recognize that there is no perfect. No, Perfect no. is subjective. It's perfect no. looks different for everybody right. and, and just how that is directly tied to our self-esteem and our worth. Yeah. So this was what came through on my uh, – chat with my uh, girls who I've been friends with since before kindergarten. Um, As a child, I never heard a woman say, I love my body, not my mother, my sister, my best friend. So I make sure to say it to my daughter because a positive physical outlook has to start at an early age. And you know who said it? Kate Winslet. Nice. Who is likely one of the only celebrities. Well, I shouldn't say that. She's not the only, but she is one of the first celebrities to insist upon no uh photoshopping there was like huge controversy she once did a um i think after the height of titanic and like she's just had this in in crazy career Mm -hmm. um she sued a magazine because she approved um photos for the cover and then they went ahead and airbrushed her and like took her curves away and like wrinkles and she was freaking out so she she's really an advocate for showing who real women are um and i feel like scarlett johansson i don't know why 
Yeah, I think a lot, a lot of women now are stepping up to the plate because they're recognizing and we're going to get to it, too. So let's move to that. Right. So we've had the family culture piece, which I'm sure will come up again. But um, the social and the societal pressures that we feel via media. Right. Movies, TV, um, commercials, magazines, Instagram, all of this stuff. Yes. I remember Growing up, I used to watch the Oprah Winfrey show. Mm, yes. Love the four o'clock. Uh-huh. And, you know. Yep, four o'clock and every day. It used to be the talk of like, is it going to be skinny Oprah mm-hmm. or is it going to be the bigger mm-hmm. version of Oprah? Mm-hmm. Right. Because, you know, she did. She talked about like the yo-yo yeah. diet. And she would, Always. You know, and now she's at this place of like, you know what? I'm done with all that. Uh-huh. I'm, I'm going to be happy in my skin. And it took her decades. Uh, yeah. Absolutely. Decades. Yeah. And, and. So the self-acceptance piece, yeah. right? So striving for perfectionism. Right. It's it's really, you know, I would say first and foremost, it is so dangerous and unhealthy. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I mean, you know, I mean, and people die to mm-hmm. look a certain way. Absolutely. And from from dieting and deprivation and Mm -hmm. also it leads to addictions yeah i think about young girls out there and boys you know young boys out there you know looking at images of celebrities Mm -hmm. and a lot of those images are not real like Mm -hmm. it's right may not even be their body Mm -hmm. right they have body doubles uh photoshop and all that stuff sure so yeah so there's a lot coming at us so it makes sense that there would be this need slash want for perfectionism, right? Because yeah. we we are constantly we're bombarded. Yeah, it's just by these it's images everywhere. So yeah. think about your home life, in you know you, you know, and then mm-hmm. you know you're bombarded by like every commercial you see on commercial. TV. Oh, so personal story. I love her. I'm not going to like throw shade or hate on her, but like Cindy Crawford ruined my life. Mm. Like my <laughs> my idea of perfect, which I think I I'm slowly letting go mm-hmm. of in my 40s. You know that Pepsi commercial just one look. Yeah. And she's in the cutoff jeans and uh, they so, uh, right? She's walking uh, down and she's like, uh, tumbleweeds are flying by. And she's in this, you know, the the white tank top that they used to call, like in Brooklyn, they always called that a wife beater. I know it's not the right thing to call it, but it was just like that white yes. tank top and the cutoffs and the cowboy boots. And I have yet to have that moment, but... Um, I'm hoping to have the moment in a healthy way. Maybe for my 45th birthday. I don't know. But that destroyed me. Like, so I'll never look that way in a tank top. I'll never wear, you know, and, and... yeah, so not to hate on her, I love her, but yeah. and I think, that image was right, like emblazoned, burnt right, into my the head. The thought of like this yes. is perfection. Yes, you know, with her hair, it was like up her, and yeah. big, and with, there was a fan probably blowing. Oh, her hair. totally, and the tumbleweeds, and yeah. I was just like, she is everything. Right, she must be so happy. Right, yeah. we, we create right. these like stories. Oh, of course, absolutely. Nothing's hard for her. Her life is perfect. Her life is perfect. Right, you she know? has everything perfect, perfect, perfect. Yeah, if you're beautiful, like you have no problems. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah, so um, Tina's saying, yes, definitely, and Cheryl definitely comes from childhood, mm-hmm. for sure. Cheryl said she has to be she had to be perfect in school um, and was not allowed to get anything but A's. Jenna, Jenna was taught how to suck in at a very young age, oh. like suck in her belly. Okay. Oh, my goodness, yeah. Um, that is, yeah, absolutely. We all have these stories that affected right. us really 
personally. So, you know, um, I'm really glad that you guys are sharing about this because this is how when we get to our practical solution part, yeah. it's, you know, it's about kind of going back and revisiting where these messages came from and like attacking it at the root. So that's going to be good. So, yay. Good, yeah. good work, you guys. You know, and, and you know, you think about like you know, when will we, you know, we're, we're in, so in media, mm-hmm. I feel like we're, we're shifting to some more acceptance of body. Yes. Yes. Um, you know, with sure. models. More. Absolutely. Like the Dove ads and campaigns. Yeah. Target, Target now has, has, yeah, like much more body positive. Mm-hmm. Yet there's a lot of conflict, uh, a lot of stuff regarding that too because there are some people who don't love the body positive images because they're saying that mm. then it promotes unhealthiness and I just think you know relax a little bit but you know yeah so there are and like um bra shops like mm-hmm. Soma and even I forgot what it was I think again in my text message with my girls because clearly it's a huge part of my <laughs> life um, one of them I don't know who it was um, sent that Victoria's Secrets is now there was like a, a more voluptuous curvy woman body well that's great I used to hate the when they have the the big show and everybody was just in my eyes, perfect. Of course, of course. So yeah. So what does that do for us when we're staring at like, well, now it's like Kendall Jenner and Gigi Haddad, like all yeah. the supermodels of today. But we were looking at, you know, Heidi Klum and uh, Naomi Campbell, Naomi Campbell and um, Giselle Bunchen. Yeah. I mean, these yeah. were these women coming down, and it's like, oh my yeah. goodness. And you know. You know, I was thinking about, you know, shifting to, you know, and how does that, you know, really, truly impact us, right? Yeah. And so I think about, like, I've been on, like, numerous diets. Every diet, the water diet. Same, the broth same. diet. Uh, the grapefruit the diet. and pepper diet. Yeah. The, yeah. Wait, right. You know, every diet, right? Right. And I remember anytime I dieted and I f- fall off and have mm-hmm. that slice of pizza, mm-hmm. I felt like, you know, I sabotaged. Mm-hmm. This is the worst thing that happened because mm-hmm. I wasn't perfect. I right. wasn't able to stick to right. the plan, mm-hmm. you know, and then yeah. I was off to the rails. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Beating and myself up. Oh, for sure. Same, girl. I have had such an unhealthy relationship with my body for, I would say, since probably starting in middle school. Yeah. You know, it goes – it. it it goes deep. It goes really but deep. But that's okay because this is what therapy's for, yeah. <laughs> you know. Um, and so this self-acceptance, um, what we have, who's that, Eva? That's April. Oh, April. AKA hey. April. Um, I'm so proud of our new generation who are fighting against the old stereotype of tens. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Yes, 100%. Um, Stephanie wrote, everyone in my family is thin my belly usually isn't flat due to endometriosis, oh, okay. and there are always comments about how I should watch my weight. Yeah, mm. and that is not okay. Yeah, it's not okay to have people commenting on your personal. You know, it's not okay. And again, practical solutions. We're going to come to it, but that's where boundaries and saying the word no comes in. So we're we're going to get there. Yeah. So thank you for bringing that and, up. And I'm relating to you because you mm-hmm. know I know when I had a, a baby, my first child, mm-hmm. and, and stretch marks came, mm-hmm. oh. I was just like, 
it's over. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like Freddy yeah. Krueger trying to claw I know. his oh, way same, out. Same, 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 same. Yeah, <laughs> it's real. Is... <laughs> it's real. Yeah, no, it's really. It's cute. Yeah, it looks like we got attacked by a feral yeah. cat. Yeah, yeah. But at the end of the day, now with this newfound work that I'm doing mm-hmm. to love the skin I'm in, I could always improve, but I need to love this now. Is those are my war wounds. Those are my those are my battle wounds mm-hmm. from housing a child and like you know holding a ten pound baby up in there. And then here goes thank you C section. <laughs> and then here goes the you know someone that I knew was just like oh you should have put did the cocoa butter if you did the cocoa butter your stomach wouldn't look like not that. true I did the cocoa butter so hashtag facts yeah so. <laughs> um, Ooh, Stephanie said, or strangers asking if I'm pregnant. That is not oh. okay, people. Can we just have like a public service announcement yeah. to people, women, men? Don't, if you don't know someone is pregnant <laughs> for sure. Your New Yorker is coming out. Don't ask. Yeah. That is the rudest, that's, that, that's up there with asking a married woman who does not have children. Oh, when are you going to have the baby? Shut up. Shut up because you back don't know my story. Fuck up. Yeah, back up because you don't know my story and you don't know that I've been struggling for four years to get pregnant. So people, why do people do that? Because they they just I think it's they're doing the best they can with what they know, and they're just curious. I don't think I want to believe it's not malicious, but yeah. Anyway, public service announcement: Don't do that. It's rude, and and you don't know. People are fighting battles that you can't see. So thank you. Getting back to profession, perfection. Reminded me when I was like pregnant, and they're like, "Oh, you're carrying your boobs." Really? What? What is that about? Like, I'm sorry. It's just trauma. Yeah. No, it, it absolutely <laughs> it's is. Just sure. Like- Shut up. Yeah, absolutely. Mind your neck. So, um, so, so, um, yes. Yeah, so let's, the, the other thing to recognize about perfection when, and, and we know who we are and we don't have to, Rashida and I don't have to get into the specific ways that perfectionism comes up for you. This is very personal. And yeah. so when, you know, we're going to get into our practical solution shortly, but it's really about you. It's very, you know, the way I strive or used to strive for perfection perfection is not going to be the same way maybe that you did or you did. Yeah. It's, it, it's about, you know, knowing ourselves. And we're going to talk more about that. But to just recognize that the more focused that we are on this idea of striving for perfection and the more we allow perfectionism to really take over and and I, I'm trying to find the word. What's what's the word? When, Pull like, us back? When it comes in, it's unwelcome. Toxic? Yeah, it's this toxicity. We're so focused on that that we lose the moment. So we're missing moments with our friends. We're missing moments with our family. We're missing moments with our children because, or we're just missing fun moments. Like if we're all out to, if we're out to dinner with friends and we're there to just have a good time, but I'm Mm -hmm. focused on the fact that, you know, when I sit, I can see a little belly roll. Like then I lose that time, this precious time where we all recognize through COVID how precious it is to have those moments together. You know, you reminded me, you brought, brought up something for me. I remember when I used to, be dating you know in my young ages mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um i was always mindful of what i eat on that first date uh-huh i don't know if that it, yeah but 
you know, it was I just feel like, like I always ate. I couldn't <laughs> eat like anything. I couldn't eat spaghetti, like mm-hmm. anything that was going to be sloppy uh-huh. or that food could fall from my mouth. Uh-huh. Yeah, it had to be something like not a hamburger. Mm-hmm. It had to be something that I could just be confident that it would not fall. Yeah. Ah, yeah. So that's another way, perfectionism. Because at the end of the day, what is perfectionism, like we said in the definition, what does perfectionism equal? It equals either um, critical Mm self-evaluation or concerns regarding another person's evaluation of us. So that's that's exactly it. Yeah, it was fear. You know, afraid, like, what are they going to think if the shrimp falls? Right. Or if I get... I was always the eater that just got something always. Okay, that's all right. But I wanted to bring up another uh, thing. I think about like how much, you know, perfectionism, how much um, perfectionism can keep us from uh, obtaining our goals. hundred. You know, I think about like Mm -hmm. artists, right? I've heard a few artists say, I don't want to show my work yet. It's not Mm -hmm. perfect Mm -hmm. enough. Yeah. You know, and Mm -hmm. then they never have that art show or things like that. Or my music is not, it's not perfect enough. You know, I can't, you know, you know, and it holds them back, you know, from being themselves and just sharing the gift. Right. And then there's that fear, right? The perfection of that fear of, I don't, what if they, people don't come to my art show? What if Mm -hmm. people don't like my work? What Mm -hmm. if somebody says something? Well, right, because art is so personal Mm -hmm. and you're literally putting yourselves up there. Yeah. You know, and I can relate to that as a, you know, former aspiring actress. You know, I'm classically trained and for three years I studied at a conservatory after college and a really incredible one. And I, I think I might have told this before or something, um, but I remember uh, we were in a movement class, you know, mm-hmm. um, we did a lot of like body work and breath work. And the choreographer, who I absolutely loved, he was so amazing, like probably one of my favorite mm-hmm. um, teachers, professors there, pulled me over to the side one day and he was like, Hillary, if you take off 10 pounds, you, are go- you would be such a hot leading lady. And that hurt me so badly, so deeply. Because here I am in like my early 20s, what was I like 22? And I was just like, I was okay with where I was at. What Mm -hmm. did I weigh, a buck 20? Oh God, you know, and he just said that to me and I was, I was, my soul was crushed and that was, you know, I just became more and more aware and then the, you know, so yeah, I hear you on that. Yeah. Um, You know, so many, you know, dreams can, can be crushed. mm -hmm. Absolutely. And we don't realize with like one, one word, Mm -hmm. you know, I always talk about Steve Harvey's in his story. I love him. And (laughs) how he had said that he told his teacher he was going to be on TV and she's just like okay I'm calling your parents mm. right mm-hmm. and she called you know um, his parents you know when he went home was like I'm going to get a beating and his mom was like wait till your father gets home mm. why would you put that on your paper mm-hmm. and then his father got home and he basically you know validated him said why can't he say that he's going to be on TV absolutely you know uh-huh. but imagine if the dad also said right what are you what are you doing yeah then right? you have your parents who are supposed to be supportive and you know model that yeah. you can do anything and just work hard yeah you know and yeah. and stick to your passion and stick to your dreams yeah that's yeah. incredible and look at Steve Harvey now and look at Steve Harvey now um side note if anybody ever wants a giggle please go to YouTube 
and just watch, put in like funny family feud. Mm-hmm. Seriously, there are so many that I like roll. <laughs> Could you, yeah, funny, put on porcupine, put on cupine or, yeah, yeah. I mean, seriously, there is one episode here. It is just incredible. So I highly <laughs> recommend it. Go Google. Um, can we play it? Yeah, let's do it. Really? Yeah, you you put it out there. I mean, okay. Well, I mean, everybody, our our listeners can. Okay, let's. They uh, can. Yeah. I love him. Here we go. Top six answers are on the board. Name something that follows the word pork. Lawn. Huh? Lawn. Pork lawn. Pork lawn. <laughs> She's screaming at me. Pork lawn. Lawn. Wait, no, now, now, if you can you forward to the part where um, they go back, yeah, 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 go, no, go back to her family on the left. Okay, when, yeah, go, go a little further. Okay, wait, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah. Seriously, this is my life. I watch this way too much to admit. Oh, God. Listen to this. <laughs> what am? Name something that follows the word. You're gonna pork. die. You pie. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> he said you pie. Look at his face. Look at him. He's screaming yes. He says. He said. Cupid. Cupid. <laughs> He's gonna be like what? What? Look, cupine. <laughs> what? <laughs> what is cupine? <laughs> it's the best. So hilarious. yeah, go watch the full stuff. But yeah, we can always. Thank you, Christian. It's so it must be so nice to be tech savvy and be like, you want to watch it right now? I know. Um, so yeah, do that because there's more. It gets even funnier. So let's move on to practical solutions, yeah, practical shall solutions, we? Solutions. Yep. Okay. So first and foremost, Rashida and I have spoken about this. Mm -hmm. You know, it comes up in every, literally every practical solution starts with that self-awareness, right? that insight. We cannot make any changes until we become aware. Yeah. So just increased awareness. Um, Comparison, number one. When do I find myself? When and what do I compare myself to? Right? So it's it's about. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. What is what is what is a triggering event? Is it being around family and you right. know, like the holidays and right. people are like, oh, is it you... scrolling on Instagram? Yeah. Is it you know, uh, yeah. So what? Who am I comparing myself to? What am I comparing myself to? And when do I do this? Right. right? So right. becoming raising that awareness, taking the inventory, right? Our self inventory. Mm-hmm. We've kind of talked about. Um, and I would say then creating um, from there, once we have the right, Rome wasn't built in a day, this mm-hmm. is something we want to move toward, a goal would then be creating more realistic personal goals slash expectations. And I just wanted to, just before that one, sure. I'm thinking like, you know, how is this serving you, right? Like, mm-hmm. like, are you feeling good, mm-hmm. you know, you know, with yourself, you know, when, in, when this perfectionism 
comes up right. or are you feeling like mm, not good right mm-hmm. and and is this something that you want to work on work mm-hmm. through yep you know absolutely so creating realistic goals personal goals expectation mm-hmm. also a big one is revisiting past goals that mm-hmm. we may have had right because again and we've said this before uh, in terms of you know the t- changing the tape in our head, mm-hmm. we have to make sure we're we're not beating ourselves up over something we wanted to be when we were fifteen or twenty yeah. or right because life makes loops and circles and we don't always want to do what we wanted to do then. You brought up you just triggered a thought you mm-hmm. know about you know parenthood mm-hmm. right sure. and wanting to be. You know, I, I, we talked about the good enough and, mm-hmm, and sure. you know, just wanting to be perfect. And when we have those moments where we feel like mm-hmm. we've, like, ugh, dropped the ball. Yeah. Right? Right. You know, it's just remembering that you can, you know, you have tomorrow to do a little better. Uh-huh. Sure. You know. Absolutely. Yeah. There's no perfect parent. No. There's there's good enough. And those there's are, good enough. according to clinical studies, good enough parents are better than those perceived perfect ones. Mm-hmm. Um challenging our inner critic right we've spoken about our inner critic before um sidebar jenna i love you good answer good answer (laughs) for cupine you caught that she was so proud of him um so challenging the inner critic and you know disputing the negative thoughts and really reframing that and and again becoming aware aware that we do have the inner critic and when does the inner critic get loud yeah right really you know this is a lot of the stuff we talk about here is stuff that we both work on yeah. uh, with clients and myself on my personal therapy journey yeah so again it comes with awareness what does my inner critic say mm-hmm. where does she go when oh she always goes to body or not good enough or blah 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 I went to the doctor yesterday, uh-huh. and they, I hate when they put you on the scale. I have refused the scale for probably twenty five years. Oh my god! Uh-huh. What happened? It's just it's just terrifying. It's like do uh-huh. I take my Start, shoes off? Uh-huh. Do I eat that day? Uh-huh. It's just amazing, like the pressure that I'm under uh-huh. when I have to get on that scale. I mean, I guess I could say no, but then I'm just like, I really want to, you know. Yeah. But then I want to move. You want? I know every morning on my bathroom scale. But wait a <laughs> second, you want to hear an embarrassing story? Mm-hmm. So I was literally, <laughs> I must have had like an empowered moment at my last, um, like a physical, the mm-hmm. yearly, because I know, like every time I'm like, yeah, no, no, I don't get on the scale. I got on this morning. I don't love it. It triggers me. It makes me anxious. I don't want to do it. So they're like, oh, what do you weigh? And I'm like, hmm, what do I weigh? And I give some bullshit number. And this year, for some reason, I was like empowered. I'm like, I'm going to tell my truth. <laughs> He's oh. like, Hillary, you gained like 40 pounds. <laughs> Well, Well, because I was lying. (laughs) I lied to him and I gave him like my dream weight. And then he's like, wow. So just whatever. Anyway, just a funny story that popped into my head. That is a funny story. Um, So challenging our inner critic and disputing our negative thoughts. Like things we've discussed here before. You can go revisit those uh, shows if you want. On We've done Mm -hmm. inner critic. We've done... um, redo re-recording the tapes in our head yeah. right so those are good ones to kind yeah, of and, revisit you know for me i have to like kind of like say stop and uh-huh. just bring myself back like you know and think about it like okay the scale like you know it's just a number uh-huh. you know and this uh, lady don't yeah. care oh god you know yeah no true even true, though the absolutely. scale just kept going i know she, i hate when ew it. she's like two fingers i know i know and then she moves the top one another 50 pounds <laughs> and you're like damn 
home. And then it like gets to that point where she's just like, it could go, uh-huh. and I want it to go this way. Oh, my God. Oh, the pressure. Seriously, I remember in middle school, junior high school, because I went to school in New York in like, I don't know, I think it was like seventh or eighth grade or maybe even ninth grade. <laughs> and... They used to put you on your gym spot and you'd have to scream out your weight. No. Way. Totally. And in these way too short shorts. It, they were horrible. Um, and I remember people were like, 100 in this, 100. And I was like, and, and it was our real thing. And mm-hmm. it was 97. And I remember holding on to that number and being so grateful that it wasn't over 100 for stupid reasons. Yeah. Because I was afraid of what other people would think of me. Yeah. And then I think on another level, like, you mm-hmm. know, because it's bringing, you know, bring up a lot for me. Sure. You know, I think about my hair, right? Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. for years, well, you know, like 40 some odd years, mm-hmm. I would be either rocking extensions mm-hmm. or wigs mm-hmm. or clip on buns or uh-huh. whatever you could sure. put to add on because I just uh-huh. felt like just my hair was not good enough. Right. You know, and I had this idea of what perfect hair would look like. In right. my my mind, uh-huh. it was straight hair. Sure. It was long hair. Uh-huh. It was flowing the wind hair. Right. You know, and all that stuff. But I was, you know, and Absolutely. it wasn't until COVID happened, and we talked about this, yeah. that it was just like, wig shops are closed. Yeah. And I'm like, you know what? Let me just chop it off and see what happens. Amazing. And, like, sometimes you need, you know people to be like oh my god you know you you know you look amazing like, absolutely you know. oh we were we were <sighs> taking inventory on your hair every week it's the I best know. like the evolution of your curls and i we just said before this started i want an afro so bad we did yeah, yeah she said so. that i told her extensions she could i had a i had a really good weave in and then covid hit and, and i literally had my husband and my son with pliers taking out my the weave all the beads. Oh, you had like a fusion weave? No, not a fusion, but the beads, you know, where you the beads lock on. I never seen I never yeah, had that. It was like it's a, expensive. No, it really wasn't that no? bad. No, I found I this the um uh weavologist. I don't I know what to that. call her. I yeah, she was it. amazing. Um she was amazing. But anyway, okay, so let's get back to this. So challenge we said challenging the inner critic. Mm-hmm. Also saying no more often. Right. That is a big thing when it comes to perfectionism. And just like because that's other people either Mm -hmm. asking things of you or telling you things like, um, yeah. Uh, Was it Stephanie that said uh, or or yeah, Stephanie said about um, comments about how she should watch her weight. You can turn around and be like, no, you know, no, I shouldn't watch my weight. And you really it's really inappropriate for you to be talking to me about that. Because Thanksgiving time, let me tell you. Sweatpants. I'll have double mashed potatoes Ooh, and stuffing. Good. I'll go back. I'll keep going. Good back. for you. Do it. Um, increasing awareness of self-critical, your self-critical nature. Yeah. Again, raising awareness. How often do I speak badly of myself? How often do I walk past a reflection of myself in a mirror and ugh, make a face or just something that is unkind? Yeah. Even with writing. Like, people mm-hmm. don't, you know, like... You know, um, I know when I write, sometimes I feel like, oh, if if I don't write neat enough, mm-hmm, throwing sure. the paper away and right. starting again. Yeah, and I mean, so we've kind of shifted the the focus of perfectionism. I feel like to body stuff because that's something that mm-hmm. is um, really common in women, and clearly yeah. we relate to that. But also perfectionism in terms of our work. Yeah. If we're writers, if we're musicians, if we're painters, mm-hmm. setting time limits. 
Yeah, I, that's a good and one. And not going back and, you know, keep going back to kind of like revise, revise, revise yeah. to, to trust. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that's – so let's go down the list because those are the practical solutions I have. Did you have any more that you wanted to add or should I read no, these No, let's the... read what you got. Okay, so just to review before we get on to the bowl of no shame, practical solution number one, increase awareness with everything. Um Com- with comparison, uh, when and what do I compare myself to? Yeah. to? Who do I compare myself to? Yep. Taking that self-inventory and um, working to create more realistic goals for yourself or expectations for yourself. Revisiting past goals so mm-hmm. we make sure that we're not punishing ourselves for stuff that we don't even want anymore. Yeah, and again, think about it if you're thinking about food, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, let's say you had that slice of pizza and you've mm-hmm. been working on, you mm-hmm. know, eating salads all the time. Yep. It doesn't negate all the the six days that you were able to eat salads. Absolutely, you know, it, yes. It, you know, they're just lo- looking at those goals. Yeah, absolutely. Challenging our inner critic and disputing negative thoughts, mm-hmm. uh, saying no more often and you know, putting boundaries into effect for somebody who is like a a, a chronic offender, right? A chronic offender of commenting on your weight or what you're eating or your work. I have another one. Or your parenting. You know, uh, or you just got married. When are you going to have the baby? Oh, exactly. Like there's like a timeline. In, they have yeah. a timeline no, for that's, you. No, that was part of my public service announcement yeah. before. Like, shut the F up. Yeah. Back up, mind your the neck. pressure. Yeah. So say no more often. Increase, again, increase the awareness of our um, self-critical nature. Again, mm-hmm. w- what I'm saying. And also, like you were just bringing up, I think, all or nothing thoughts. Right? Just because, you know, you ate really clean for six days. And on the seventh day, you decided to have a carb. Like, that's okay. Really, in in the 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 realm of a day, it's okay. So yeah. just the black and white thinking, the all or nothing. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then with projects, setting limits, uh, time limits on yourself. So yeah. Um, and just re- remembering, there's no such thing as perfectionism. There's no such thing as perfect. Perfect is subjective. What I think is perfect, which I don't, because. In my practice, I've made a practice. There are two words that I never use. And if I do, they're with the air quotes, perfect and normal. Because there ain't no such thing. It's It depends on, yeah. you know, so much. The eye of the beholder. Oh, that's, yeah, sure. I love that, the eye of the beholder. Yeah, well, that's beauty. Is in the eye of the beholder what I might find beautiful, you might not find beautiful. I remember Marilyn Monroe. Like, Marilyn Monroe, didn't she have, like, dimple... Um, one what, of these. moles oh you gotta look are we we have one. Oh my god we're twinning you are my that's long my lost. marilyn monroe slash cindy crawford i have the you mole on my, my face but i don't lost. have the wife beater and short shorts and cowboy boots so okay i'll we just were, concentrate we were, on we my were mole. separated at birth we are we are some... like bookends i yeah. just gotta get a better fro because it's not working i for can me. help with that thank you okay good so <laughs> that is no Huh? I see, no See, right? We're twins. We're practically twins. I can't we are. Believe it. Um, so that is what we got on perfectionism today. Hopefully, this uh, spoke to you and you can relate. Um, Jenna wrote, "I love this. My sister started 
practicing when people comment on weight you look skinny you look good she says i feel good or i feel strong well rock Very on nice. that is fantastic Very nice. you know absolutely and then once she keeps that she could tell people to mind their neck too mind so your neck. mind your neck so here we go this was perfectionism next week um we are going to have a surprise topic not because it's such a big surprise but because <laughs> we don't know what we're going to talk about yet so Bowl of no shame, shall yes, we? Yes, the bowl of no shame. Oh Go my get gosh. him. Go oh, get perf- it, girl. Perfect piece. Oh, perfect piece. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Feels a little dampy. Uh-huh. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> okay, Hillary. Yes. If you could live anywhere, where would it be? <sighs> if I can live anywhere, where would it be? Hmm. I would say somewhere that had all four seasons none at which are which are harsh so maybe i'd want um a really i want a lot of fall and a lot of spring with a little bit of summer and a little bit of winter i would want to be in a cabin in the woods but like a cool cabin with like 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 not like horror movie-ish yeah no like a really beautiful cabin in the woods near some kind of like lake or river that i can go fishing and just sit and go hiking yeah, and could have animals and just be with nature. That's where I'm most grounded, so that's where I would live. I don't know where it is geographically. When somebody figures that out, let me know. You know, the place that I've been that I would have loved to live in, but I think you can't live in there. You have to be native to the place, but um, Aruba. I love Aruba. I, it's just amazing. <gasps> oh, um, divvy, divvy just, trees, one happy island. Yeah, it just it really is. zen, peace. Yeah. Blue you know, water. Quiet. Yeah. Good know. people. You don't know that when you become a parent that you you miss out on quiet. <laughs> <laughs> yes. All right. Good, good, good. And. Oh, Stephanie, you said my drink looks like a, a berry hibiscus. <laughs> Ooh. So for, for those viewers, I want you to be able to name our drinks, right? If, you know, like one of those kind of like, <laughs> you know, you'd be the first to well, name this drink. So here's a fun fact about <laughs> random. So usually I get the peach green iced tea when I come here. <gasps> mm. And clearly, uh, well, not clearly, apparently there's a shortage in um, peach juice because I haven't been able to get my drink. I know, real problems. But yeah, <laughs> so there's a shortage of peach and guava juice, FYI. Um, Rashida, your biggest fear. Oh, I mean, I have like, um, I have a lot of fears. Mm-hmm. Uh, biggest fear is I don't snakes. Oh, same. I hate them. I just like ever since I watched snakes on a plane. <gasps> Ew! Why would you watch that? I don't know. It's like torture. Why? It it, it was just like like the worst fear of being where you can't go nowhere and they were like these big humongous things. (gasps) Oh my God, I really can't even take that. Ew, that's like, I mean, I could hardly take Pee Wee Herman when he ran into the burning, (laughs) the burning of one of my favorite movies. He ran into the burning pet store and he went back in and he knew what he was going to do and he had to save them because there was a fire and he came out and he was holding them all and he's like, snakes and then he passed out (laughs) 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 so i feel you um any others that you wanted to share um another big fear um is hmm 
I always have a fear that I would lose my kids. Mm. In a, you know, you know, I think that's most yeah. parents' fears uh-huh. if something were to happen. Yeah, God forbid. You know, um, knocking on. So that's a that's yeah. that's a, just just a huge human fear. Yep. Yeah. Same. I would have to say, yeah, first and foremost, losing, you know, a loved one or mm-hmm. somebody very close to me, and I would also say, um, fear of, you know, being misunderstood and judged harsh, harshly for no reason okay. or yeah having someone like not get me and take it personally because I am like the consummate people pleaser type person mm-hmm. but you know I work on that obviously but like just having someone not get me and just like think bad things about me you know or just be mis- misunderstood yeah. like Pink's album yeah. right and that's a common fear yeah sure. oh, you made me think about another fear what if I went to prison, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> and to share a toilet, one toilet with like my other Selly. in Selly with you, Selly. Oh my gosh! Like, what if you have to take a dump and like? Goodbye, people. We are done. <laughs> we have done. That is a wrap. We're out. It's done. I'm sure this is a normal fear um, for other people too. Please, yeah, you guys want to talk to Regina about that, you can hit her up personally. Um, available. Next week, we don't know what we're talking about, but we will be back. Um, please go and and, and like, us please on, like us on Spotify, iTunes, SoundCloud. And we are going to be getting uh, YouTube up and running because we're up there. Who so knew? We want you to subscribe. So, yeah, but we're going to get it together. So thank you. It's been lovely. Um, be well. Um, and, and, and let's get aware. Let's really raise our awareness at where we can do better uh, with the, the criticism and, and that inner critic. When we know better, we do better. Exactly. Peace so, out, people. Bye, everybody. Be well. See you next week. The Not Okay, It's Okay podcast includes casual conversations related to mental health, self-care, practical tips and resources, along with validation that not being okay is okay. You acknowledge and agree that the following warnings and disclaimers shall apply to all of our content. This podcast represents the opinions of Hillary Shear, LPC, and Rashida Cartwright, LCADC, and their guests to the show. The information provided is for informational purposes only, and we recommend that you consult with a healthcare professional for medical or mental health advice. The views and opinions expressed in the Not Okay, It's Okay podcast are our own and do not represent that of our places of work. Do not use our content in lieu of professional advice given by qualified medical or mental health professionals. Always seek the advice of your own medical mental health provider related to your specific medical or mental health condition prior to implementing any recommendations or suggestions from using our content. Privacy is of great importance to us. That being said, all people, places, and scenarios mentioned in the podcast have been changed to protect patient confidentiality.